In this podcast, I'm going to talk about one of the uh, bizarre things about religion. And the, the bizarre thing about it is this question, who is God? Now, that's a really funny thing to, to think about. Because if you think about it, uh, when we talk about any other occupation, and God is an occupation in a lot of ways. Um, let's say an astronaut. Who is an astronaut? Well, that's someone who went to space. Uh, we say, who is an automobile mechanic? Well, that's someone who routinely works on automobiles and maybe does it you know, five days a week or something. Who is um, a school teacher? Well, that's someone that goes to school. I mean, for, for most of these kinds of questions, maybe all of them, the, the answer is found when you go to where they work. And so when we ask this question, who is God? In religion, there's been a lot of men in the past, mostly men, that want other people to believe they're God. And it's funny because if you if you go to a mechanic, if they... They don't try to persuade you they're a mechanic. Typically, they just work at a mechanic shop. So you go to the mechanic shop. You can see them working as a mechanic. They're fixing cars. And then then it's you make the decision. Do you want to hire them to fix your car? If someone claims to be God, what they're doing is they can't show you anything. So um, here's an example. If you want to go to a restaurant and get, get food, uh, then you go to some place where everyone's eating. And then you ask them if they're selling more food if you're curious and or what the name of the restaurant is or you look at the menu and you know they sell food there's no question about what they do and you don't pay them until after they do the work and so what happened with Jesus Christ is he came to the earth and he kind of claimed to be God he kind of did now the atheists are right there are Bible verses where Jesus didn't claim to be God and the Christians are right there are other Bible verses where Jesus implied it and uh, the Christians say he claimed to be God. And so when you talk about anyone that claims to be God, what they're doing is they're just looking for attention or they like petty drama or something. It's kind of a bizarre thing. So let's just talk about one example. Imagine someone does a job. They're a truck driver, they're a mechanic, they're a carpenter, they work on roads, doing road construction. If you wanna know what they do for work, you just go where they work and you can see it. And that's also where you hire them. So if you wanna hire carpenters, you just go where the carpenters are and you say, I'd like to hire you to work on my house or to build me one. And then you start talking to them because you go to work where they are. But people that claim to be God, they come to you. And so um, what ends up happening is they want to use as proof that they're God, they want to have the ability to do miracles. They want to have the ability to do miracles. And so um, in this podcast, I'm going to talk about the end times. And so the end times doesn't really affect people as much as they think. The life goes on like normal. And so the most annoying, inappropriate is what I'm going to say, thing about the end times is that there's no reason for the end times to happen. What happens in the end times is there's this, this agreement that the devil and Jesus Christ and others come to the earth. So these are three invisible men, uh, the devil, the false prophet, and the antichrist, the father, the son, and the Holy Ghost, three more. They come to the earth at the same time for no reason after being gone for 2,000 years. And in general, none of the other ones were ever here. The devil wasn't here that often. It's been thousands of years since anyone's seen him. Uh, Jesus Christ only came once. When God comes, he goes inside of a building where no one can see him like he's hiding. Uh, the false prophet and the Antichrist have uh, pretty much never come here. And so no one's ever seen them. And so what they plan for the end times is that they just come to the earth suddenly and then they tell you what, what your options are. Now, the reason why this is inappropriate is no one is asking. No one's saying, hey, uh, false prophet, will you come down here and uh, tell us why you think you're God? No one's asking. But if we did, we might invite them to go on a podcast or a YouTube conference video where there's like six chairs. They can all sit down 
and they can all tell you, you know, that they're God or show you proof or something like that. And then you can decide. But the problem is no one really wants to decide that they're God. People just want to hear their dumb bullshit. And then people want to go back to a normal life or a better life. And so in the end times, what many people want, and this is scheduled to happen in two years, two months, is a better life. Kind of like how it is, but paradise. Okay, where I'm sitting, the grass is yellow, but it could be green grass. The trees are dying, but they could be healthy. There's a lot of smog in the air, but the air could be clean. I see people that are going to work right now. There's cars and trucks driving on an interstate in front of me, Interstate 5. And uh, they could get fair pay and maybe live a place where they pay lower or no taxes. People just want a normal life. And so if, if all of these six people come, including the real God, I guess you want to call him. I'll get to that in a second. What happens is uh, no one's asking them to come here and uh, do all that dumb shit. Now, with God who gave us life, he doesn't really do that much. And in the future, he does, he does more. Um, but he has kind of a hands-off approach, it looks like. He doesn't really tell people what to do. We're all free. But as soon as Jesus comes, Jesus threatens you that you'll burn in hell. And he's going to be here in two years, two months. That's his plan. When the Holy Ghost comes, the Holy Ghost is going to do the same thing. But he's going to try to pretend to be charismatic. When, uh, when the devil comes, the devil is going to tell you that there's an alternative. That if you sell the devil your, your private property land, that, uh, then the devil can fix all the problems in the, in the earth. But he needs, to, he needs your uh, title to your land. He needs your land uh, ownership papers signed over to him. He just wants your land. There's a man named John Huxton. He's the one that's called Gog in the Bible. He'll be here. And he believes that uh, he can conquer the whole world with an army. So what he wants to do is conquer the whole world. And um, there's a lot more to it than that. But basically, he wants to hide in a building. And then he wants other people to talk about him. Because he has uh, social anxiety. When he speaks in public, he gets nervous. So he just wants other people to talk about him. So like... Uh, he'll probably end up paying people to do it. So if there ever was like a forum, you could just hear everyone's ideas. They're posted to YouTube and then we never need to hear any of them again. See, the problem with Jesus speaking is that he hasn't done it where anyone could see him on YouTube. So if we all heard and saw Jesus speak one time, we're like, okay, there we finally saw that shit. Now we can make our final decision. But what Jesus does is he threatens you with help. The false prophet is, tries to scare you into thinking he's God. The, the Antichrist thinks you'll call him God if he sits on a chair. Now, the reason this is inappropriate is they all want you to worship them, but no one is asking to do that. No one in the whole earth is asking to do that, so there's no interest. It's kind of like if you had a business idea of selling boats, there's a lot of interest in buying boats, and if you figure out how to make a boat that doesn't break down, that is also an affordable price, and it lasts a really long time, and it always works, People are going to buy that boat. There's a lot of interest in that, especially if you can sell it to poor people that only have a little bit of money. If they can buy a boat that works, it's, it lasts a long time, they'll buy it, especially if it's really high quality. You'll, you'll, you'll be extremely rich throughout the whole world if you can make a boat like this. There's interest in buying boats. There's interest in buying good food. There's interest in buying nice clothes. Everyone wants nice clothes. Poor people, rich people, everyone wants a nice t-shirt. Rich people wear t-shirts. Everyone wants a nice t-shirt and a nice pair of jeans. People like blue jeans. So there's interest in that. But if you came here and you had a business where it is, people give you their money, but you don't give them anything, that's religion. But also there's a lot more to that. And I want to get to that. 
their business idea is that they come to the earth and they tell you their ideas that no one wants. So imagine you're a business owner, you open a business, you hire your employees, and then they get to work making this high quality boat that I told you about. Well, they're all gonna be happy because they're gonna get high pay because you're gonna sell a lot of boats around the entire world. You're gonna sell boats and people are gonna say this is a great boat and they're gonna tell everyone else to go out and buy that same boat and you're gonna be rich. The people that work at your company are gonna get fair pay. They're gonna, everyone's gonna be happy. So that's not religion. Religion would be like this. Imagine it's the same thing. The false prophet opens a business with the devil and the antichrist and Jesus Christ. They all open their own business. The Holy Ghost, all these idiots, they all open their own business. They, they open this business and they each have their own business. There's six different businesses. And then what they do is they tell the employees, we want you to work here for free until we conquer the world. The employees are like, we, that's not the job we're looking for. See, there's no interest in that. Now, the next thing is they tell the whole world, we want you to buy what we're selling. The world says, okay, what are you selling? They say, here's what we're selling. Each of the six of us has our own idea about how to make it a better world. But we can't do it until we conquer the world. So we want you to choose one of us. And then we're going to try to conquer the world. And then we're going to try to make it better. That's our idea. People say, okay, but what are you selling? They say, well, nothing. Then why do you call it a business? Well, it's not a business. It's religion. And so that's their idea. It's They're trying to get people to do things that no one wants to do. And when they have something that no one wants, and they want to tell people about religion, which no one's asking. There's no demand for it. There's a lot of demand for people that can make your website number one on Google. There's a lot of demand for a car that never breaks down and for a boat that lasts a long time that's a low price. There's a lot of demand and interest in, in movies and TV shows and music. But the people that offer religion never offer those things. Those are good things. What's good is that we have a nice car, we have a nice boat, we have high pay. Those are things that are nice, acceptable, and pleasant things. Those are good things. What religion offers typically is that they want to threaten you, they want to make you afraid, and they want to give you empty promises. So what is real religion that people believe today? Real religion is that when you die, you'd go to heaven, and that happens to everyone. That's real religion, and unfortunately, it's something that no one ever sees, so there's no way to prove it. So in the future, in order for people to believe it, it needs to be shown. Another thing that people believe is that there's angels, but the problem is angels never come to the earth. So it can't be proved. So most of the stuff people believe that's true is never proved. And so when the end times come, Jesus wants to tell you, just wait until the angels come. And then Jesus wants to say that they obey him. Now, why do angels need to obey anyone? They don't. If angels obey someone, then the angels might make a bad decision. So what do we do when we go to work? The boss tells us what to do and stuff, but let's just ignore that for a minute. We do our job. And so if we're a mechanic, we fix the car. It doesn't matter what the boss says. We fix the car and the customer pays. If we're a customer, that's what we want. And we're happy. If, they're, if, they're, if they fix the car and the car works now, we pay them a fair price. That makes sense. We all agree that makes sense. And so when they come in the end times, there's going to be two, two big questions. What are the end times? The end times is when they want everything to end and they want something new to start. Jesus wants you all to get uh, beheaded and then he wants to raise you from the dead because then he thinks you'll call him God. Now, in the past, this is going to sound bizarre, but when this all happens, it's, this is exactly how it's going to happen. There was a first timeline and all the end time events occurred, but then at the very end, Jesus was still a fuck up. So God brought him back in time and said, Jesus, look at the earth. You lied to them from the first moment you spoke to them and so what you need to do jesus is just go back and tell them the truth god kept bringing the the 
um, Jesus Christ, the devil, the false prophet, and other idiots back in time. And this created a time paradox, which resulted in a time loop. So today we live in a second timeline that is um, a, resulted from a time paradox, which is now a time loop. And so that means we're in a different timeline and the end times are not going to happen the same. Because God told Jesus this time to go to the earth and tell the truth. But like everyone who doesn't tell the truth, Jesus is embarrassed. Okay, So he has another problem. People lived all the way to the end of eternity. And that's centillion times centillion plus millions of years. And they waited for Jesus to do what he said. He never did it. Other people burned in hell and they waited for Jesus to let them out. And he never did. He didn't want them out because they would embarrass him. Because they know that he's not able to do the things he said. So what's going to happen is they're going to come back in time. And they're going to talk to the whole world. And they're going to say, we live to the end of eternity, and this is what we saw. Jesus never did what he promised. Now, you might think, is this a liar? When they lived that long, they're very intelligent. People that lived to the end of eternity, they're, they're a million times a million years old. They're very smart, and you'll, you'll recognize it right away. Plus, they have time machines, and they're going to come back in time machines. They're going to use technology. They're not going to do some strange, unknowable thing. They're going to come back in a, you know, like a phone booth like Bill and Ted their excellent adventure or a spaceship or something believe it or not in the future there's a lot of different worlds they go to and there's only a couple ways to go one of them is in a spaceship you can't get there on a horse or in a car or in a truck a pickup truck you can't get there in a wagon you can't get there in um, a telephone booth and you can't get there by um jumping really high you got to use a spaceship so you christians need to grow the fuck up and realize that's how you get across the ocean an ocean ship that's how you get across the road a car ship a ship that's how you ship things in a big cargo truck an amazon truck that's called a shipment and if you're going to ship people and other stuff from a world to another world you do it in a spaceship because it goes through space boats go through the water they're a water ship cars go on the road they're a road ship in, in space they go they go through space it's a spaceship and so people are going to come back from the future and they're going to um they're going to kind of roast jesus over the coals people that had uh they were called christians but they still believe in jesus christ they, they didn't know the truth. They didn't learn the truth. They don't know the truth that Jesus is just never going to keep his promises. So Jesus' plan in the end times is to talk a whole lot about how you need to die in order for him to raise you from the dead. Because that's the only miracle he can do. Kind of. Now, in the first timeline, he could do that miracle. In this timeline, he can't. God took that power from him because Jesus is an unfaithful liar that lies to, lies to people in the earth. So Jesus no longer has the power to raise the dead. And that means Jesus is going to have to come up with a new thing to say. And so what he's thinking right now is not coming, but he has to come here or he's going to burn in hell forever. And he knows that. So Jesus' plan is to try to get back the power to raise the dead, to persuade you to die. Then he wants to impress you by raising you from the dead. He wants you to die like a murderer. He wants you to die as if he wants to kill you. He wants to convince you to choose to do this yourself. The Holy Ghost wants to be part of this also. Then the Holy Ghost wants to teach Hinduism. Because the Holy Ghost believes that one day he'll figure out the power of God on his own. And I know that's bizarre, but there's a bunch more other stuff with the Holy Ghost. One thing is the Holy Ghost is a sexual pervert that wants to wear women's clothes. And he wants to have a small dick and go around being weird. That's his idea of sex or something. That's kind of how he plans eternity. Jesus wants to wear white robes and claim that he, white clothes means holy. That's not true. The, um, the devil wants to buy your land and then when he owns everything he wants to claim that he conquered the earth and then that's pretty much his whole plan the antichrist wants to sit on a throne a golden throne and then he wants you to worship him and then he wants to ask god for power of god because um he thinks god will give it to him and god won't 
the Antichrist said he would get it on his own, and so God's never going to give him that power, and so the Antichrist has to come with a new plan. So this timeline's not going to be like the Bible. It's not going to be similar. The, um, the man, John Huxton, he wants to get a big army, and he wants to attack Lucifer because he thinks Lucifer's going to win uh, if Lucifer gets a big horde. So he wants to keep attacking Lucifer's army. And so um, Lucifer's probably not going to have an army because everyone wants to attack Lucifer. So in the end times, there's probably going to be no army of the devil. It's probably going to be a bunch of people that don't join. And if they do join, they're probably going to get attacked in war over and over again because these other armies don't want the devil's army to get too strong. Because if the army gets big enough, it becomes almost unbeatable, they think. And so um, they're going to try to keep the devil weak. And that includes the false prophet, the Antichrist, John Huxton, who's called Gog. And a bunch of other people, they're going to try to keep the devil's army weak. And people that are in the devil's army, they never want to do this because then they, they, they feel like it's a bad choice because the devil doesn't have a whole lot of plans for their army except to wait a long time and then to die. And they know that because he keeps telling them that. It's the angels, the devil's angels, and a couple other people that are uh, dead men and women in heaven, ghosts. Um, in the first timeline, Jesus did some sins and stuff that I don't want to talk about. He persuaded people to join his idea you know, men and women that died and went to heaven. But in this timeline, there's a couple big differences. In this timeline, Jesus Christ sinned gangbusters, like a fucking truckload. And he told a bunch of angels and others to join the devil temporarily so the devil appears to be a winner and then to leave the devil so Jesus Christ appears to be a winner. And so they secretly conspire to pretend to join the devil and the false prophet and the antichrist until suddenly they join jesus christ because in the first timeline jesus christ looked weak because he told everyone to die so this time he wants to have a big army he wants to look strong then he wants them to die and then he wants uh the power to raise him from the dead but like the other idiots jesus said he would get that power on his own so this time god took it from him and jesus has to try to figure it out on his own and he's not smart enough to do it so he doesn't have the power to um, raise the dead unless he figures it out. And that means he's gonna have to come up with a new strategy. So the, the end times, in the first timeline, the question was, would you worship someone? And people said, we don't care about that. And so they went to and fro trying to figure out why this stupidity happened. And see, what happened is people came down with an unfair advantage. The false prophet had power to bring down fire from the sky and just incinerate things in this huge column of fire about a ninth of a mile wide, almost. I mean, actually, it was a lot smaller than that, but it was quite big. And so people were afraid of him. The devil uh, came down here and was basically unbeatable. No one could kill him and everyone wanted to and everyone hated him. But because he couldn't die, they were kind of afraid of him. And so he had that advantage. The Antichrist was in a similar situation. He had a big fucking army and uh, he appeared to have money because he thought people would respect him if he had money. So um, in this timeline, it's different. In the first timeline, God helped him learn how to get money and stuff. In this timeline, the Antichrist said he's going to get the money on his own and he doesn't want God to help him. So all these idiots that claim to be God for an entire eternity, they want a second chance to do it, but this time they don't want God to help them. They want to do it on their own, which means they're not going to have power to, to scare people with. So they don't have any advantage. And so the end times, in the first timeline, they, they came down and they tried to scare people, but there's a couple other things. There's a project called Project Bluebeam, and I don't care about it. I think it's weird, but they wanted to do holograms in the sky to make people think aliens came. And so what, what the false Christs, the false prophets, and the false Jesuses 
uh, wanted to do is they wanted to do something like holograms because they thought if you saw a hologram in the sky that you would think that God did it. It's kind of like if you went back in time uh, 5,000 years and had a smartphone, uh, people might think that you are God because you can put pictures in your hand. Like a picture of their face. Back then you couldn't do that. But it's just technology. And so that's what the signs and wonders are. They're like a hologram in the sky. They're more advanced than that, but they're a lot like that. And so those, those idiots came down here and they said, no one can have the power of God except for us. And it's basically like technology. And uh, people, uh, no one asked to um, hear that dumb bullshit. No one, no one wanted to participate in it. No one was interested in it. And uh, it just kept going on and on and on for no reason. And then, um, then there was a bunch of wars and then uh, came to an end. So when we talk about the end times, they come down uh, here and basically that, that's a way of saying like they come from outer space. So if they come to the South Pole, they're still going to go from outer space to the South Pole. So to them, it, it's like coming down. And if we go up into space from the South Pole and like a spaceship that's going up, they're, they're not, doesn't mean they're coming from heaven. They're just coming from like another place. But they, they basically come to the earth and then they, they announce that there's time for everyone to decide who is God. And no one cared. In the first timeline, no one cared. They were like, well, this is quite annoying. And so here's, here's a couple of details that I don't want to bore you with. I'll say them real fast. The Christians were like, okay, Jesus, if you're back then why is, are there sacrifices at the temple with the Jews? They're killing lambs for no reason. And Jesus avoided the question entirely. The Hindus were like, what about us? Are we a real religion? And no one answered. Same with the Muslim, Muslims. The Hindus and Muslims were like, there's billions of us. I mean, does that count? And no one answered, not even God. God came. So in this timeline, It's the same thing. They want to come down and announce it's time to choose who is God, but no one's asking. See, people are just going to go back to watching TV. They're like, oh, I'd rather watch some TV or something. What's, what's on TV this year? On What's streaming? I'll watch some old movies that I like from years ago, from 20, 30 years ago or something. People are going to watch the old Star Wars or something. I don't know, some old movies they like. And then the Christians are going to say that this is the second coming. Jesus is going to do miracles. And then Jesus never is not going to do them this time. He doesn't have the power to do any miracles anymore. In the first timeline, he did all that. And so... What, what's going to happen is all the people from the future are going to want to see this. So what I'm going to do if, uh, if Jesus does uh, come back at the same time that is scheduled two years, uh, two months from now, is I'm going to um, get Jesus Christ, the Holy Ghost, the Almighty God, that's the Father of Jesus Christ, on one side of me, the those three on one side. And on the other side, I'm gonna get the devil, the false prophet, uh, the antichrist, and John Huxton all on the other side. And then I'm gonna ask them uh, some questions where everyone can hear at the same time. And this is gonna be a long discussion. We might be in chairs or something, just cause it might be all day. And I'm gonna tell people to film it and put it on YouTube. And so we'll record all the audio and film everything that's said, every single word. I'll sit or stand right in the middle and be a discussion mediator. And so the first thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna hit Jesus with basic doctrinal questions. Jesus Christ, who is God? Then I'm gonna hit him with verses that are important to everyone in the future. Jesus Christ, why do you say that women should never teach anyone anything? 
And is that a correct way of thinking about the Bible verse that the apostles said, that you also said? And so we'll finally have an answer because to the end of eternity, Jesus Christ never gave an answer to basic doctrinal questions. Neither did he give an answer to these questions. Why do women not teach? Why are women forbidden from speaking in your church when they're not forbidden from speaking in your father's church? Jesus Christ, why do you want everyone to die in the end times? It's already happened once. It doesn't need to happen again. So I'm going to kind of wrap this up. Now, the reason I'm making this podcast is in the future when Jesus and the other uh, idiots are here, the devil and stuff, I'm going to reference back to this podcast and these other podcasts so people can find out kind of what I was thinking in the past before it all happened. Because we've got a big problem with them. There's, there's two big problems. The first one is that they're never in the earth. No one ever sees them. And so when they finally come, people are going to be like, why the fuck are you here? People might not say it, but they're going to be thinking it. The second thing that I think is a big problem is that when those idiots do come to the earth, they're going to tell everyone to worship them. And people are going to be like, yeah, but that's not what we're interested in. We have other things that we're interested in doing. And so I'm going to reference back to these podcasts. And the reason is I don't really want to be part of the end times. And I'm going to be here for the whole thing. It looks like I don't want to be here. Uh, Hopefully God lets me just leave and go some other places. There's way other places besides the earth that are way cooler. And there's a lot of them. And so I'm hoping to go to those places. And so when they come, the way we can understand the end times correctly, whether we're looking at the Bible or any other other dumb bullshit, or when it just happens, is that a whole bunch of idiots are going to come here and pretend that there's interest in calling them God. And there's no interest in it. When Jesus talks, I think most Christians are going to turn away from Christianity. Not from what I say, but from what Jesus says. When the Holy Ghost talks, I think most people are going to turn away from the whole Trinity bullshit. I think when um, the devil, the false prophet, and the Antichrist talk, I think people are going to realize that they have no plans and that they don't even need to be here. That basically they want to buy your land and stuff like that. And so I think the end times are just going to be a big joke. 